Welcome to the PG Growth Planned Giving Podcast. Welcome to the Plan Giving Podcast from PG Growth. My name is Ed Sluga, and thank you for joining me today. On this podcast, we're going to be talking with Janice Meehan, one of our newest colleagues at PG Growth, about what we call a PG review. A review is about taking the time to understand where your plan giving program is right now. What are its strengths? Where does it need to be enhanced? And how can we move it forward to a sustainable pipeline of gifts. Sometimes we're asked to do this by boards, by senior directors, by our leadership. And frankly, we can't do it unless we know exactly where our program is currently. How can we build on a program if we don't know where we stand right now? Janice's take on this is brought to you from years of experience working in plan giving, both on the agency side and directly with charities. So it's a really unique perspective, and I think that you'll enjoy it as a strategy on how to ensure that you're building your plan giving program for the future. Janice, oftentimes we have individuals from organizations that come to us, PG Growth, and, and ask us about helping their program getting it going, perhaps enhancing it, perhaps starting it, and they will ask us where to begin. But the reality is uh, we don't know where they ought to begin until we do some fundamental level-setting activities. Uh, So perhaps we can talk a little bit about, first and foremost, why is it important for people to take the time to review their program in a very fulsome, thoughtful, and programmatic way to to determine where they are currently. Yeah, that's a great point. I think that uh, I think people need um, to look at the idea or the the actual practice of reviewing their plan giving program, I think a lot of people don't realize that their plan giving or estate giving program is part of a whole business. It is a whole separate business, uh, but it's part of the whole fundraising effort. Um, It's significantly different from other areas, and I think it gets neglected. Um, And I think if they can appreciate that plan giving is a separate business that has its own standards and its own unique best practices, then um, then it's a good place for people to, to start to think about um, enhancing that area of their fundraising effort. Um, yeah, and in terms of that, obviously, when we think about that enhancement, and you're right, this is a business unit of our fundraising program that's unique. It has many elements to it that almost seem in parallel to other activities. Uh, and at the same time, it, it requires a different kind of 
care. And obviously, it takes that kind of nuanced understanding when we want to, as practitioners within organizations, start to enhance the program. And I'll give you an example. Oftentimes, we'll have our uh, VPs or the executive directors, CEOs, whoever it is that has planned plan giving officers, managers, directors, um, we report to and they'll say, we want to make plan giving a priority in the next three to five years. That's part of our strategic plan. What do we need to do to ensure that we're enhancing our program? And what it happens is the professional is confronted with the need to increase and enhance their program, but they are essentially uncertain as to where they are currently. So when we want to review a program, what we're really doing is determining where we are in that brief moment. Absolutely. And every program in some ways has strengths and weaknesses and doing a review um, at some point can help the practitioner, can help the the, the team um, make better decisions about where to focus their time and energy and people resources and funding um, in order to have the greatest impact on their program. Exactly. Yeah. And I guess one other thing which a lot of our colleagues are faced with, I know that you've been faced with it working directly with organizations, I have, is that in that strategic priority being articulated to us or presented to us or we might be part of actually building it there are some expectations about what that enhancement should deliver to the organization and oftentimes those expectations actually come almost out of the the, the process of review really allows us to have a clear and very real expectation as to what it is an enhanced program or a program running more proactively could deliver to the organization. Absolutely. And it helps to send, set benchmarking um, for peer to peer. It helps qualitate, uh, have a qualitative analysis and a quantitative review of everything that's going on in their program. Um, and I think that in a lot of circumstances, um, when we get people that are saying, or, or organizations that are saying, we've got to do this in the next 24 months, um, it really puts a tremendous amount of pressure and unrealistic expectations on, on the whole team without knowing where the, the program is at if it hasn't been reviewed. Exactly. So, so let's turn to the actual review process. And you know, I know that it's a complex undertaking. Um, and I should perhaps pull back and not say complex, but fulsome undertaking. Yes. Maybe you can go through three or four key areas that uh, when reviewing a program, we need to delve into so that we can start pulling out the necessary data and the findings that come from the data as we go through the review process. Take us through some of the, the key areas of inquiry there. Well, I think uh, a really key area is their estate giving history. 
Um, where have they been? Uh, do they have any history? What are their known ex, um, expectancies? Uh, do they know what their average um, estate gift is? Uh, do they have any, you know, tangible results? And or is it just sporadic? They come in hodgepodge, and they come in as, you know, um, in most cases is just a surprise to a lot of practitioners. So. Um, where is that history at? Um, I think that's a key measurement that we want to look at. We want to look also at their database, and this can be anything from just pulling some segmentations, um, looking at their active donor list from the last 18 months, how many monthly donors do they have in their database, what's the overall size of the database, are they using any particular coding um, for for tracking their legacy gifts. Um, and there's a lot of complexity in around the database, but it is there it is the greatest asset of any organization. So it's a, also a really key area to look at. Um, and I think another area is policies and procedures. <laughs> Um, what do they have any um, gift acceptance policies for for the estate gifts um, in place? What kind of recognition um, is there? How are they handling these gifts when they come in? And also um, stewardship, for instance, stewardship practices are very, very different um, from annual or major gift stewardship, um, plan giving and legacy estate giving. Um, stewardship is really a long-term retention strategy. So what do they have in place for that? Um, because the stewardship really is for life. Sometimes these gifts are not going to be realized um, for a very long time and anyone can change their will. Yeah. So we, they, the, the organization needs to be stewarding these um, these donors effectively. So those are just like three areas, three or four areas that a review would would look at. Yeah, um, and those are really wonderful um, examples of that. Uh, in your first point, I know so many organizations that either don't know their average gift size mm -hmm. or don't trust their average gift size. They think it's too high. And, and what that often means is that in terms of budgeting revenue from the plan giving line item, that business unit we were talking about, they often undervalue it. Uh, what a lot of accountants would call sandbagging. Instead of uh, truly yeah. saying that they would, uh, or, or understanding, um, you know, give or take 15%, what they should be expecting on that line item, they'll put a placeholder number often far too low. Um, and uh, it will help to, I think, diminish the expectations of the actual program uh, in the eyes of senior management and the board of directors. So that's a really interesting one that um, as part of the examples that you, you gave. I'll give one more example, which I think is really an important one. 
when doing a review, and that is reviewing what it is we're raising money for in this particular business unit. The case for support around plan giving is something that we talk about regularly as, as consultants out there in the marketplace. And I'm continue to be somewhat, not astonished, but, but perplexed as to why we're not taking more time to really set a unique plan giving case for support that can come from the overall organizational case for support and strategic plan, but has a unique positioning, which is about future impact and how it will help the organization continue well into the future, meeting its mission and serving the community it serves. And it's another thing that we do when we review. We, we take a good look at that document and make sure that it, A, exists, and B, is really compelling. Absolutely. And the piece for support uh, differs both in content, in style, and language. And when doing a review, if they have that document, if it exists, um, then you know we can look at it and determine if the if it meets and and is backed up by the research that we know very well in this industry around the need for this different case for support yeah and one of the other things i wanted to bring up which i think you alluded to is understanding uh, your database understanding some of the that key um, data input into what the program uh, is doing will allow us to actually take a look at what the program ought to be returning to the organization. Oftentimes, we have a parochial or a much more of a historic or way of looking at plan giving programs, which is a lot of organizations are like this. I don't want to single anyone out because I think the vast majority of organizations sit back and say, well, whatever we get from uh, plan giving our state gifts that'll be a bonus it'll be like winning the lottery um and yeah. so we're not going to pay a lot of attention to it and what happens of course is that the organization is undervaluing this as a business unit getting back to your original point this is a business unit and understanding where we are and what the data inputs um, are into this kind of a review will allow us to actually say with some degree of certainty what we ought to be expecting. Sometimes we are underperforming, sometimes organizations are performing right on target, and other times they're overperforming. But it's a really good thing to understand, particularly when we want to seek additional investment to enhance the program. Absolutely. And sometimes, I mean, with a couple of my um, colleagues and other people in the industry, I mean, my banking background, I tend to think about this whole fundraising field as, you know, there are day traders on the floor of stock exchanges, and then there's Warren Buffett, who's <laughs> <laughs> a long-term long value investor, and he invests in his businesses knowing that he expects it to grow over 20, 30, 40 years, long-term investing. And I consider, you know, estate giving, land giving, um, that long-term value look at a business um, that I think is often, you know, um, discounted by a lot of people because they're so focused on 
on the immediate needs. They're so focused on the annual fund and, you know, one to two years out and they're not have it in part of their strategic vision or part of their requirements, but they're not really investing um, in all of the infrastructure of their program for that long-term, you know, um, business investment to keep the organization sound in years to come. Agreed. And, and I think one of the things that, that once you do have this level setting moment, mm-hmm. uh, much like a Warren Buffett, there will always be opportunity to come back to, to the data points of any review, go over them again, reposition, refocus, reconsider, and continue to improve the program because this kind of review, whether it's done uh, once and then uh, it, we move forward w- with the data points and constantly refreshing, or we regularly go back and review, it's about program uh, and continual process improvement. It's about the long-term pipeline and what I like to call the machinery of plan giving. It's a continual improvement and almost a maintenance process when we're looking at all this data on a regular basis. Yeah, completely agree. Thank you for joining me on the Plan Giving Podcast from PG Growth for more podcasts. And for our webinar series, please go to www.pggrowth.com. Thanks again. And we'll see you next time.